watching your one piece. We are! Hello, and welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece. It's the anime sort of like a recap watch podcast where I've I'm watching this stuff for the first time. Joe is here with me watching it for the second time, possibly third, mm. fourth, or fifth. Uh, I don't think they'll ever tell, and we'll we'll never be privy to that information. I live in mystery. And I'm Jory. Um, the only one, the only one who's ever watched One Piece as well. Uh, no other Jory's even know what One Piece is. It's true. So that's how you know I'm the only Jory, because I'm the only one who knows mm-hmm. about One Piece. Which is the criteria for being Jory, as we all know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's why we do, this podcast is government mandated. <laughs> this week on the podcast, we're discussing episodes 664 through 772. Nothing. I uh, know. No, six seventy-two. <laughs> oh, my, my yeah, we watched a hundred and some <laughs> Can you imagine? episodes. Uh, no, I my notes I just mistyped and just now noticed while reading it out loud. Uh, here's, here's where you put in a clip of like an episode a long time ago. It's like we can do dress rose on two episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I, with how much I feel like I got out of this chunk, maybe we could have. <laughs> Don Dress Rosa and two chucks. Uh six sixty four through six seventy two. Nothing happens. Goodbye. Thank you for giving us money on Patreon. <laughs> I'm gonna say I wanna open this episode up with the meanest thing I'll ever say about One Piece. Alright, what's that? Dress Rosa has the pacing of Resident Evil Six. I don't know the pacing of Resident Evil Six. No one should. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> From what I understand about that game is there's like four different there's like four different campaigns you go on with different pairs of characters for yeah, some reason and they, at, uh they, sherry is there for some reason you play as Wesker's kid yeah a bunch of things show up for no reason and uh <laughs> they kind of cross paths sometimes and things just kind of happen and most of them don't matter <laughs> which i wouldn't actually say those mean of things about dress rosa but uh watching this chunk it really i really got a little out of it <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of wheels spinning in place right now. Uh, things getting set up or just moving at a very slow pace. Andrew, former not disgraced, very much loved manga correspondent in the Discord, said that they could chime in every now and then and just say this was shorter in the manga. Thanks, and then leave. Um, and I'm I haven't read it, but I have to imagine that it's a much easier like Dress Rose has got to be like so much better to read than to watch. I'm, I don't I don't have time to read. I can't speed up reading. I can download a Chrome app to speed up Funimation's video, but I can't do that for a book. And I have to buy the book or find some website with it. Anyways, did we say our names? You said yours. I did. I introduced you, but you didn't say your name. Oh, so in case no one believes me, you should probably say... Okay, there we go. Yeah, I'm Joe. There's mo- probably more than one of those. Uh, if I had to bet, I'd never checked. <laughs> Jory's the only person I've ever talked to in my whole life. <laughs> It's weird. <laughs> Somehow you've done all weird. these podcasts, but yet you do them alone in a room and you hope that the person on the other end is responding. It's all post-production. Yeah, I just hire <laughs> out people to punch up my own material. I send it out to the labs. They're all very skilled performers. I mean, they, they the shows do well, but no, Jory's the only one that I talk to live. And we talk about One Piece. Again, government mandated we're we're in we're in the dress rosa we're still here we're still gonna be here for a while for, uh, for a while until like you know giving i i've gotta say something here is while the pacing does not bother me that much 
I can say that because I am not watching one episode a week as it's coming out. Uh. Yes. And you, honestly, you're, you're watching like an episode a day roughly, right? Around that, yeah. That probably is fine because you get like a little a little bite of it. But like, it seems like it would be awful week to week. And it also, I'm going to say, not great to sit and binge. <laughs> <laughs> Ten at a time, because that's what I what I do uh, is I is I sit down and knock all these out, um, typically. And uh, also, I know how it all ends, so I really feel like I'm just waiting <laughs> at this point. Because like a lot of the other arcs we've covered, and stuff we'll cover past this in the future. I'm assuming the stuff that's past this, I will feel this way about. But in the past, I've been like, yeah, I know it's going to happen, but it's exciting. You know, you know, Luffy's going to win 90% of the time. Maybe he loses the first time and he, like, against Caesar, what? He got knocked down twice, but eventually he beat the shit out of him. But uh, I was always compelled to watch them again. Watching <laughs> this chunk, I'm really just like, okay, but uh, what's what's next? And then, I don't know. I think I think it's just, I don't know. This arc is weird about how... A lot of things are just kind of spinning in place until X, Y, or Z can happen. Like, we were talking about, and these past couple episodes have been like, yeah, Kinemon's not going to do anything until, like, six other things happen, and then, then he can have his plot thread with Kanjuro. So you have a lot of people just standing around. Um, and that, stay, that sticks around for uh, all of Dressrosa. And just remember that it could have been worse. We got rid of, like, four Straw Hats. <laughs> we shipped them off. They're gone. And we're then there's still too many people here. Uh, anyways, I guess I guess I guess we get into it with uh, with six sixty four. Uh, if you remember last time, what happened last time? I mean, the main thing that this starts off with is Sabo showed up. Remember Sabo? So here's the, here's the thing that I want to get out of the way right away. Great. Uh, they they still have not named him. Oh, um, <laughs> that I think Do is never, really funny. They have not. They said just Sabo never say yet. his name. I think that's I think very funny. Th they've done everything to show that it's him, but they have not. Besides showing his unmasked, unhidden face and saying his name, which I think, even though we all know who it is, that's still pretty cool. Like it's yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I mean, what's the thing? Luffy's like, yeah, it's my other brother. So like yeah. that that I I would argue that's just as good as saying his name. But it is very funny that like because that conversation that Luffy has about him lasts thirty seconds. It's never going to come up again. I guess Bart probably knows it, but he's not going to say it to Rebecca. That's what I'm not sure about, if he's completely sure on it, but... We, we, that's the thing, we don't see that scene. We don't see Luffy being like, okay, yes, you get the fruit. I gotta yeah. go, you know, beat Doflamingo, put on my outfit. Hey, Bart, help him win. And Bart's like, yeah... Luffy's like, yeah, this is uh, Sabo. But here's the thing: Luffy wouldn't say this is my brother. Sabo would, after Luffy leaves, Sabo would be like, yeah, I'm his brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, yeah, no, it's interesting that we don't see any of that at all. It just kind of happens, and then like you can kind of fill in the blanks mentally. Of course, Bart would be on his side anyway. Yeah. But uh, who's I love? I actually like Bart a lot in this chunk of all the negative things I've said about it. Bart's great. The actual final fight that happens in the Coliseum is dumb as shit. But anyways, we start this episode 664 with Luffy still crying at the mascot suit. <laughs> and Zoro's trying to figure out why he's crying. And, and he's very upset. He's like, why are you crying? Stop fucking crying. <laughs> yeah, because they're like in disguises or whatever. And he's just like blubbering like a baby, which, you know, understandable. He gets over it pretty quick. Like, this is the only really scene. Then he goes back to being 
fight Doflamingo mode. But Zoro's, uh, uh, I guess to your point about not saying his name directly, Zoro asks a bunch of questions that Luffy just does not answer. Yeah. He's like, I, wait, you have another, uh, I, it, it's not Ace, obviously, and then you have another brother, and Luffy just kind of keeps crying anyway. That's where we pick up, is still them running. Uh, the Tentata squad, who all is with them? Uh, the toy soldier is here, I think. He defects later, so I'm trying to remember. The same can be said of Frankie. He's about to defect. Uh, but Usopp and Robin stay with all of the Tentata. The reason that Frankie defects is because they're going to take a secret passage, a secret tunnel through, I don't know, the ground. Very convenient. That's a straight shot to the toy factory. <laughs> well, not kind the the port. The port where they're going. Because there's like a port and there's a toy fact in the toy house. There's a very terrible sense of place in Dressrosa. I'm doing my best. <laughs> but they're going to this like port toy factory thing. They're connected in some way. There's two holes too small for Frankie. He's big boy. So he's like, I got he's gonna go top side. He's gonna go meet the the front door basically we hard cut to him being there it i it's kind of insane frankie's everything with frankie in this chunk i feel out of my mind watching because it just feels like so many things are missing every third scene is missing <laughs> yeah it just, i don't like, know skips ahead to like shit that's going on with him <laughs> was like again like it's not even like you know, we've been complaining about nothing happening and it being too slow, and I'm like, oh, this moves too quickly. It's not that it moves too quickly, it just makes me feel insane. Like, <laughs> there are things missing. It, it, it feels weird, because sometimes, you know... Uh, and I, nothing I, happens! I don't I don't live alone, I have a dog, and I live with my, my mom and my seven-year-old sister, so sometimes when I'm watching the things... I will, something will happen outside my room, and I look. And if I look back at the TV, and I see Frankie doing something that I don't remember him being in that part <laughs> of the room, I go, oh, I need to rewind. And then I do, and I'm like, oh. And it does not help. It does not help. Oh, it, it went from Luffy, Kinemon, and Zoro to Frankie 20 minutes ahead in whatever the fuck he's doing. It's, it, it's... I, I, I do live alone, and I've, I I can't just, like, look at Twitter sometimes because this is how the fucking anime is. I, I'm also watching it subbed, so, like, that's where the extras, like, oh, fuck, I definitely was looking you away pretending it, yeah. I knew I knew Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, that, maybe it's a little better in English if I'm just, like, listening, and yeah. I just click back when I hear the music change or someone speak, <laughs> but... Uh, for the most part, no, that that's that effect is still there. Um, but yeah, he just arrives at the toy house, which I don't know where this is relative to anything else in Dress Rosa. Uh, it doesn't super matter, I guess, in the long run. But I don't know. I'd like to know later. It'll kind of help to know when Dress Rosa as a whole location, as a whole country, kind of matters. That's not really a spoiler, but it later matters. But he's just suddenly there, and this is on, like, everything is kind of stacked on top of each other. So it's like the toy house where the toys go is where Frankie's going. But, like, below that is the port that they ship all of the illegal stuff out of. And I, th I think the Smile Factory is also in there, or maybe it's not. I don't know. We see one shot of the inside of it, which does not help. Um, and they show you diagrams, but because we haven't gone there yet, I have not retained whether or not it is in this same stack of important locations or if it is elsewhere. <laughs> is there, I'm going to dress Rosa map 
this. Oh yeah, also, uh, I guess I should mention the palace uh, is on top as well. So this is all under the palace. This is a YouTube video explaining it, and it's called Part 2. Oh. And they have a copyright logo on it, which is hilarious. Okay, yeah, so I don't think the factory is here. I think it's the port at the bottom. Oh, no, the factory is by the port, looking at this map. We just haven't gotten there yet. Um, this is the worst episode of this podcast we've ever made. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. But yes, we'll get to the factory eventually. I guess it is down there in the port. That's directly below the toy house, which you will never get a good look at, I don't think. We don't in these episodes. Uh, Frankie fights a bunch of people there. I basically summed up half of our episodes by saying Frankie <laughs> fights people there. Uh, and directly above that is the palace, which we will get some people inside of in this trunk as well. Okay, so that's table setting. Um, let's talk about Senior Pink. <laughs> uh, so, you know... Because sometimes uh, I'm watching it in a language where I don't, I'm not a native speaker, and I know very I know certain words from uh, Duolingo and from watching uh, 600 a- ep- plus episodes of uh, anime about pirates. Um, well, also on top I mean, of everything you, else I've watched, you've watched a bunch <laughs> of other anime too. But yeah, yeah, uh, especially watching slice of life stuff, you don't hear like made up words very often. With Senior Pink, I'm gonna get into the way he acts. I, I wasn't paying attention. I was, I'd see hard-boiled, and I'd read that, and I'd go, oh, maybe it's just a weird translation for him going hard-boiled. But then I started paying attention, no. and he's, and they're going hard-boiled, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, it's not some weird, like, uh They're saying it in thing. English? Yeah, they're saying it in English. They're just saying hard-boiled, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. So I don't know what the fuck hard-boiled means. I do understand from... I do get what they're going for with him and why all these women want him to uh, bang them so bad. Pretty bad. <laughs> There's no other way to put it. They're horny for this baby man. The nicest way I can put it is... <laughs> we, we, have we talked about the fact that he's a baby man? Nope! <laughs> he, he, he has sunglasses. He, has, he wears the like bonnet. He has a bib. He's in like a diaper speedo type thing. Which is why he's a good matchup for Frankie, because they both dress like fucking losers, except... Yeah. And, and it's a similar thing with Frankie, and so I, I get what they're going with with the character, is and throughout these, ch- these like, two-minute chunks that we get every so often... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Generous. They... they he he goes like shut up women i'm not doing this to impress you this is just who i am so like what is going on here that i am able to gather is these women are so impressed by this disgusting gross baby man being himself just for himself and you know what that's pretty cool of a a character idea however i don't get the hard boiled thing and i hate looking at him like it, I, I guess it is better to an extent. Like it, it makes it feel less like gross and weird. If it, if it was just someone like Sanji, like who looked and acted like Sanji, minus the horny who's like being like shut up women and like ripping like, off that, their tops I, to like wipe his face. Yeah, like it makes it kind of a funny bit. It makes it like more over the top that this baby man is acting like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think the design could have been better for the bit because also because he's like a larger man i'm like is this fat phobic that like the joke of why would they be attracted to him when i'm thinking about the fact that he's wearing a bib and sucking out a pacifier (laughs) yeah 
Uh, hard-boiled, I just googled uh, One Piece, what is hard-boiled? Uh, and I, I guess it's just like, it just means uh, super manly, like dark and gritty. Like it says, it says like Humphrey Bogart, which no one on the One Piece Reddit's gonna know who the fuck that is. <laughs> so uh, according to Merriam-Webster, first time we're breaking this thing Whoa. out. Um, oh shit! Surprise! Six hundred episodes <laughs> of relating to or being a detective story featuring a tough, unsentimental protagonist and a matter-of-fact attitude towards violence. That's um. He's not a detective. He's a baby. <laughs> Is he the boss baby? Who would win? Senior Pink or the boss baby? <laughs> the boss baby, easy. <laughs> yeah, so this guy, yeah, that's this guy's whole bit. I don't know. He's just kind of, like, I, I don't know. The, 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 the positives you said about him as a personality, I don't disagree with. I just have a hard <laughs> I, time looking through what's on the screen to get at them. I hate looking at him. I don't like any of this crew, really. <laughs> I, you tweeted that you don't like any of their designs, and I basically agree with you. I like Sugar and Baby Five. That's about it. I like Dellinger, but not even like I think he's great. But I think maybe just because he's surrounded by awful designs. De- where I'm Dellinger like, yeah, is... I like he's all right. <laughs> Dellinger looks like a character made. Be- he's like if there's anyone who's a one slur in One Piece, I'd say it's a uh, Dellinger. Um, that's just what Dellinger makes me think of is a one slur. Is yeah. is a Jack Frost. Um, uh-huh. That's what I yeah. get from him. Like uh, Mach Vs, he looks like a bus driver. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> he's just a guy. Yeah, I don't know. He's just we a get guy. like two seconds of him in these episodes. But I, I think that's part of the problem with me too. Is just that like there's just a lot of them, and yeah. what do they do? What do they do? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I think there are way too many people in Dressrosa. And I, you know, because I know how this ends in the long run, I get it. But I'm just tired <laughs> a lot of the time. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll, ha- we'll, we'll, have a, we'll have an episode at the end of this year where we look back and be like, we, we, we should get do it. a, a, a Dressrosa post-mortem episode, probably. <laughs> <laughs> with Probably. how much there is. Maybe like a, a, a bonus bonus, uh, like an extra second uh, Patreon maybe, thing. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> like, but... if, that, if that appeals to you, uh, <laughs> get out our minchies. Because it, it might also just happen naturally when we get to the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> because, because when we see what I'll call the quote-unquote payoff of a lot of things that... Or seem stupid in this arc. Maybe just it'll naturally will just be like, was it worth it? <laughs> and the here's answer the is like, yeah, probably. <laughs> we, we don't. The, here's the thing. Guess what? It's one piece. Set up for another payoff. We're not there yet. <laughs> that's that's the thing that like uh, scares me about all this is they keep mentioning things and then they go to the One Piece episode again. It's like, oh, that's the place they mentioned. That's the place they mentioned. I go on Twitter. Uh-huh. And it's like that's something that was brought up recently. I, I know that term. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get there uh, in a, in I don't know a couple uh, a couple episodes of the anime. We, we're still even though nothing has happened, we, we're still talking about six sixty four. Anyways, yeah. So right now, Frankie's just attacking Senior Pink outside of the toy house. We also should probably talk about his power. Is he just kind of? I guess he can just swim in anything. Yeah. He he's able to like swim in the ground. I guess it's just anything that he touches, he can turn into. That's the thing. I wouldn't say he can turn anything to water. He can swim in it, and it, I don't like the sounds it makes. It's yeah, it's the swim swim fruit that like lets him. Interesting. 
swimming things. I think it's a it's a neat power, um, especially because it's not one that like affects his body exactly. It just lets him. It it seems like a not. It's like on the low end of like useful powers. You just basically have to like hope he doesn't swim yeah. under you. Like it's which I, here's I th- the thing. He won't because he's a dumbass. <laughs> yeah. Like it looks like he's gonna get the jump on Frankie, but he just kind of like swims in front of him and is like, "I would never attack a man behind his back." And everyone's like, "Oh, so hard boiled." And then he gets sweaty, so he tears off their clothes to dry his face. That's I've described everything Senior Pink accomplishes in this chunk of episode. We must move away. Fujitora and Doflamingo are talking. I don't know what about. I just heard that they talk. And then they, along, I think them, they also hear this. But every, uh, basically everybody in Doflamingo's crew, when Frankie is attacking Senior Pink, I guess he just left the fucking snail phone on because everybody who's connected and, and the fucking Doflamingo group chat hears it. <laughs> I think Fujitora and Doflamingo do as well because these scenes are back to back. Who could say? I, uh, here's this. I can tell you this. Doesn't matter. So, um, so there's one thing that I, I am, uh, wondering, I, I guess it's not here specifically, but, um, how, how did, how did the former king get in Doflamingo's office? I don't remember them taking him there. He, no, he just shows up. That's another thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, Riku, Riku, the last time we saw Riku was in the scrap heap yeah. after the, his fight. And then in this episode, surprise, he's in Doflamingo's bedroom now. Which, yeah, I don't know if it's in this episode, but soon we'll see that. Yeah, no, that didn't happen on screen. You didn't miss anything. Just It just happens. Shouldn't have taken the helmet off. Yeah. I did it for a second. Immediately a bad idea. Uh, well, let's see. Leo. Le- uh, Leo is like the the one distinct Tentata, really. There's a couple, but he's like the main one. He's the one that like has the sewing needle. I don't know if it's a power or if he's just really good at it. I don't remember. Uh, they haven't said. But he explains to Usopp. I think they're on the way to the port still, maybe. Uh, but he's explaining to Usopp how Doflamingo splits up his people. Uh, Treble, the big awful goo man who we're going to have to talk about today. Uh, he is over. He oversees all the power users specifically. I mean, he himself has one, of course. But uh, Sugar, who is important. Uh, Violet, uh, who has the clairvoyance uh angiola who is basically already taken care of but she had the art power um ba- yeah weirdo powers <laughs> that are kind of useful but not um fighters necessarily yeah. uh speaking of fighters though diamante oversees all the strong fighters Laoji, mock vice senior pink and dellinger who were all going to be at the coliseum and now they're all going to beat the shit out of frankie Except for Diamante. Diamante's gonna fight in the uh, tournament Coliseum thing. And then there's Pika, who we haven't really seen or talked about yet. We'll see him a little bit at the end of this chunk. Uh, but he is the the third commander over all the dipshit weirdos. Uh, Gladius, who have you seen explode his hair? Baby Five and Buffalo also were taken care of in Punk Hazard. I don't know if we'll see. We've seen Baby Five around. But I don't yeah. know. I I'm, I think I t- could not tell you if she fights again or not. So something about a uh, buffalo that I noticed is um him and uh Treble just sound the same. 
very similar. <laughs> yeah, in the dub as well, they have um, they have a little bit of distinction. There's like a little bit more mustard on the treble sandwich. Yeah, but it they're 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 similar. Um, they also mention, of course, that Virgo and Monet are uh, officers who work on the fringe, but I, they're um, probably dead, baby dead. <laughs> who could say? Oh my god, I forgot that these episodes Rebecca's still fighting. Um, Rebecca's still fighting. You, that you, fight block, block D will end soon. It ends in six six six. So um, I I have to say something there. Um, I I was hoping that we'd just like skip that like the show would just like skip. Um, <laughs> her her fight. I don't need to see like none uh, of this matters. It, it's like I. She she is they, uh, new enough that like I don't care that much <laughs> to see her struggle within the arena. I I get yeah. like what the payoff is supposed to be. Some of somewhat that we already have gotten. I I mean yeah. I I get that and I get her connection to Dressrosa and everything. However, she should have just been in Block C and like Luffy fought to protect her and then won the battle when he got mad because she got beat up really bad or something i don't know uh that would have been more streamlined and then we could have just skipped four or just basically have what happens anyway at the end of four uh which is just kind of set up for someone's power for not now yeah (laughs) could have happened exactly the same way we skipped block a also guess what here's the thing with like rebecca the investment in rebecca like there's been some flashbacks you know i don't not care about her obviously i care about it because i've seen all all of the arc now and and past it, but like, do you know how much time we spent with Vivi? Do you realize why we cared about Vivi so much? That's that's why. <laughs> yeah, she didn't, we didn't we didn't meet her episode ten of Alabasta, and there's a I mean you know I, Rebecca maybe is she's not I don't think she's around enough to be the, a, a direct comparison to Vivi, but yeah, that's a that's a, that's the thing though. Vivi's very important to that arc's government, <laughs> uh, but you spend time with her, you give a shit. When she gets there, and she, she fights somebody probably. I don't remember what she, she does. I think she fights the. Remember the? There was like a cool thing where everybody threw everybody up into the air to turn a bomb off. That was cool. I think that was her at the top of it. Anyways, I miss you, Vivi. Can't <laughs> wait to see you again. I, uh, you're definitely joining the crew, right? You said you were. <laughs> Please. <laughs> um. So the Tentada team arrives at the port. Is it's an Amazon warehouse. Uh, the toys work here as slaves. <laughs> you know, slaves—the things you want in your tr- in your uh, anime for twelve-year-old boys. <laughs> yeah, there's something weird about it being like toys, because like I keep going back and forth between like this is sanitized and also is this more terrifying? Because whenever you get to like hear one of their thoughts, they're like, "I can't control my body, I can't speak, what is going on?" And then they're like being whipped as slaves to move boxes, yeah. and I'm like. And I'm like, they're cute toys, but this is also the most horrific thing imaginable. I, and, then it, it, and then it ends, and then I go back to watching Rebecca dodge an attack or something. <laughs> um, with, with some of these characters in the ring, I don't know if Oda like, was trying to decide which ones mattered. I, some, some of Dressrosa kind of feels that way in a way that most, most of One Piece doesn't. Some of it does. Like the, the giant shadows with Skypea kind of feels like he decided later what they were and it wasn't that interesting <laughs> is the, the number one example that comes to mind. But I think some, maybe some of these named characters are that way uh, because there's some people still left over in this fight that Rebecca fights. And it's like, Oh, that's a distinct design. They said his name earlier. They're saying it now, but it doesn't matter. Um, like Suleiman, 
I wrote it down. They give him like a whole backstory. They're like, yeah, he he fought to defend his country. And I'm like, is this supposed to mirror what Rebecca's doing? No. And then I don't know. I don't even remember if she beats him or if they just cut ahead to everybody dying. I don't know. Yeah, he like <laughs> almost hits her. But remember Agilia? No, you don't. But she takes the hit for her. Mm-hmm. She's the only other lady there, and ladies got to stick together. It's true. There's a scene, we're cutting back to uh, the mascot squad now. Uh, There's a scene where Zoro gets lost and causes a bunch of problems and then gets back together with everybody. And then we're reminded that uh, he has someone hanging out on his tits. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, reminded that Wick is there. I haven't checked that this is filler. I'm just going to assume it seems dumb. Uh, I could I could pull up the if there's anime notes on this episode on the wiki. Wow, I was right. I pulled it up, and I was right. Also, Rebecca's fight with Suleiman is extender. Uh, Acelia does not take a hit in the fucking this manga. Um, I imagine there's anime notes on every single one of these. But we are an anime recap podcast, not a manga podcast. I don't know how to read. Go listen to Paramecia. They're nice. <laughs> And much farther than us. They're caught <laughs> yeah, up. That's true. I don't remember where they started, so I don't know how, if, the, if they have like a backlog. But anyways, um, what, that's, the, that's the bit. We're just going to get to wherever they started and then quit. And then just <laughs> send everybody over. Anyways. Uh, yeah, so yeah, Wicca r- reminds everybody that she exists and guides them to the palace. We'll get there at the end of the episode. Uh, or maybe maybe the next episode. Who doesn't matter? The soldier, the toy soldier, who will finally learn his name somewhere in here, uh, which, again, the subtitles in the English just said a long time ago for me. But he separates from the Tentata Usopp squad. They want Usopp to lead the squad. They get ambushed, or not ambushed, but, like, some guards walk up to them and are like, hey, what the fuck? The Tentata beat the shit out of them. And they're like, great plan, Usopp. Or Uso land. Uh, and so they, Us- Usopp and Robin get these disguises. They all just kind of play along like it was their idea. Funny. That's it. What else happens? Oh, yeah. So there's a, because all of these are stacked on top of each other, we kind of like, I w- if this was an effective sense of place, they would like pan around the corner or something. But you kind of just cut away to an elevator that's in here. There's just one elevator that I guess connects everything. Maybe there's multiple shafts. It doesn't look, it looks like there's just the one, but some pirates are going up it because they're going to go defend the toy house from Frankie and the toy soldier goes up there. I don't, uh, he, he just wants to kill Doflamingo. That's his only goal. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't um, think the toy soldier is going to be the person to kill Doflamingo. I think Luffy will let him do the final fight. He'll be like, you, you, you are think fully so? capable toy soldier. I'm going to back out of this. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to throw uh, Doflamingo a sensu bean. Uh, <laughs> so he can a, fight him himself. It, it's a, it's a, um, uh, this is a Dragon Ball Z reference to the Cell Saga. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, yeah, they're going to have a flashback to how the dress, the, the, the uh, DBZ crossover was canon. Oh, and Goku yeah. gave him one sensu bean. Oh, fuck and he was like, yes. I'm going to use this on, on, on Doflamingo. So we can battle at full power. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think Doflamingo will need one, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, so uh, the lift. I wrote down that there's a flashback, and I could not tell you what's in it. 
I think it might just be the soldier deciding what he's going to do, like getting onto the lift or something. But that's what he's doing. And later he's going to get assaulted by an old man. We cut to the Coliseum and everybody died. <laughs> End of the episode. Yeah, that was when I was like, oh, what the fuck happened? What did Why I miss? Why did we watch any of this? <laughs> yep. Why could they have just done this at the beginning? And, and the, it's the same as the fucking Kinemon thing. It's just like, gotta wait till later. When, when you have fucking eight balls in the air, you can't just, uh, you gotta only catch one at a time, I guess. Yeah, anyways, but go, next episode, 666, Hail Satan. Uh, there's one person who stands up from this, the smoke clearing. <laughs> They're making Surprise. a big deal out of it, like, uh, who the fuck else would it be? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, 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 it, guess what? It's the girl with the pink hair. In, an, in, in my anime? Holy shit. <laughs> and I, I guess it's because she has observation hockey that she was able to dodge the attack. I, I think the idea is that, like, you would assume the person who did it would stand up. Because I knew what this was. Um, at first I was like, oh, she discovered she had Conqueror's Hockey off screen where no one could see it. But that um, cool cutaway. But no, that's not. <laughs> it's something much dumber and much better. Which is to say, uh, Bastille. Remember him? Uh, Marine guy. I don't know what his title is in the Marines, but he's here and he's just watching TV. And he explains that he knows exactly what it was. It was the slicing winds of Rommel. Which we all know. I don't have to explain. Yeah, everyone is familiar with this. This is a thing, you know, that everyone knows. Um, they show us uh, a bunch of British people being executed in the night, probably for being British. Like, as like, they should. As they should, like they deserve. And uh, <laughs> the more the same part is, oh uh, yeah, uh, we figured out when that, when that like pretty boy, when he falls asleep. He uh he turns in, he turns into this crazy guy who kills people with these winds and then he falls back asleep. Yeah, <laughs> there's yeah there's like a whole pitch on like oh yeah there was this murderer who would come out every now and then but it turns out wherever those happened so was Cavendish. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so no, he has fucking narcolepsy. I guess he'll just <laughs> randomly pass out. But when he passes out, his body is taken over by Hakaba, who just murders everything around him wicked fast. That's it. So that's why he wasn't the one who stand up, because he was fucking asleep afterwards. <laughs> and then it's really this, funny. Th this big reveal was thrown away for a bit because of what happens to him. Yes, that's the thing. Also, like, I guess just store that away for later for the next time we actually see Cavendish do anything. <laughs> and and when, when you're watching this the first time and not with your friend Joe, who's talking <laughs> about it at, in in... Uh, the arc as a whole, you might think, why did any of that matter? He's gone now. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, no, well, he gets turned into a toy in like an episode um, because that's what happens to everybody who loses these fights. Yeah, so yeah, we see also, we see Hakaba like take out the entire field and her flashback Rebecca has, she dodges it just, just in time. Um, the announcer makes a big deal about how, I don't know, I guess he's a feminist for letting her have her victory or something i'm exaggerating for a joke but also, i mean not that much but yeah everybody's pissed everybody's pissed that she won we cut back to frankie versus senior pink i don't know if they're inside the house yet at some point they get inside the house and it's kind of just colors behind them there's no i don't think he ever drew the house i don't know if he knows what the house looks like the toy house i don't know what it looks like it looks it looks honestly it's on par with the inside of the 
the beast man from Caesar's filler arc. It looks like the inside of his circus tent. <laughs> uh, actually, no, that is more defined than this, <laughs> but like similar vibe. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're in there yet. I probably wrote it down. Um, Duffelmingo has Ricky, uh, Riku tied uh, in his. That happened off screen, as you mentioned before. Didn't miss it. You didn't blink. Um, or we both did, but I'm pretty sure we didn't blink. Uh, also, Law is here, but we knew that. We knew that Law was taken away. But Duffelmingo says some ominous stuff, I guess, as he looks at them. Wicca, we're going back now to the Luffy squad. Wicca says that they have to enter the palace to get below it. They have to, they have to take a lift up to the palace and then take a different lift, I guess, down. It's very confusing and not explained very well. <laughs> but that's how they're going to get to the factory. Also, I don't think any of these people are trying to get to the factory. Eventually, I mean, eventually, Kinemon wants to go to the toy house, I guess. Uh, but his buddy's probably a toy by now. <laughs> you know yeah, what? Probably his buddy's probably. His bud's probably a toy. I just made that realization. He's more than likely a toy. Yeah, and guess what? Like, there's a million things in this arc that are like being set up. Like, we're gonna go do this. We're on our way to do this, but. Then you have Leo over here like we had to take out Sugar so all the people who are toys turn back into humans. That has to happen before like half of these other things. Yeah, yeah that's the most important one. Honestly, that's more important than like getting Doflamingo right now. <laughs> and why not just let, why not just do that? Put that on screen and nothing else. But no, you have to cut back to Luffy running upwards and you have to start all these other fights first because <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's a it's a mess. They don't know how they're gonna get into the palace because Wicca's like, no, we shouldn't brute force it and cause a scene. Spoilers, it happens anyway. Luffy's in the show, um, but Viola conveniently shows up and is gonna help them uh, get into the palace. Um, that's why she rode off on her horse like ten episodes ago um, because she's here now to help. And I, she has clairvoyance, so you kind of do have a cheap answer for why does. She, she show up anywhere at the right time or know people's names before she's met them there actually is an answer to that but it is very convenient uh that's the end of that episode though 667 the coliseum announces that the finals will unfortunately not have those four other people uh fighting it'll just but but in their place it'll be a diamante who everybody likes <laughs> rebecca's coming inside she sees sabo dressed as lucy and she's like you look different and Sabo's like, hey, I'm going to cause a bunch of shit out there. It's going to be real bad, but I know about you and your whole deal, and don't worry about it. <laughs> and he's not wrong. He's like, I, he's like, I won't do wrong by you. And by that, he means he's going to eventually tell Bart to protect her. <laughs> because he has to get a fruit. I actually kind of like this moment, because he, as he's like, what he's reminded by... Dress Rosa. He is reminded of where he grew up just the same way that Luffy was. I think that's a nice detail. Yeah. It's very interesting that Sabo shows up and it's just kind of like instantly normal. <laughs> There's kind of no pomp and circumstance about the whole thing. Like, I don't know. You meant, I don't know. He, his face is covered, as you mentioned before. Like, I don't remember. I think maybe they have a, a reveal moment when he pulls the disguise off and you're like, oh shit. That's his, that's his actual design or whatever. Uh, but because he was in shadow before he put on the, the, hey, the wait a minute. Mustache. We've been saying this is Sabo, 
but I'm pretty sure we got Sabo, we saw Sabo get obliterated at sea as a child. You're saying okay, so it's your this is Bond Clay then. That's what you're saying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> bon, bon Clay he touched Sabo once, and now he 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 heard about Luffy's brother, and he's like, I'm gonna pretend to be Sabo to 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 replace the brother he lost. You can't prove this is wrong. Uh, anyways. Well, uh, cut back to Luffy. Uh, Viola says they should take a back route, a secret route. They don't want to take the lift. I don't know why they don't take the lift. Because I also, really feel like it would have been better if they'd taken the lift. Also, Viola just uh, just so happens to have a past with Wicca. Where he's like, you remember me? And she's like, of course. Don't you remember my power? Yeah, that's a, yeah she knows everybody, but I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I don't know. They know each other. <laughs> We cut back to Frankie. He's fighting Mach Vice. No, you didn't miss anything. Nope. Uh, he's, he's there now. He jumps up in the air, and he falls, and it hurts his stomach. I think He's, he's got I, a big belly. He's a big boy. Look at the big guy fall down. Ha ha. I'm trying to remember. He's saying something. It's kind of like I, he has like this sort of like tail. I don't know if it's like the floating tanuki trope or something <laughs> similar that I'm being confused with. I don't. Does he have a power to make him heavy, or is he or a power to float? Or is he just like that? Because uh, there is, we've the already seen someone tell us is what I imagine. I hope when he when he has a real fight, when he has real. an introduction similar to Lao G, we'll get. <laughs> That's the thing. Lao G actually gets a, like an introduction, and he has a fight one on one on someone. But there's a lot of people who show up to beat up Frankie that are basically just playing as cameos. Like they're not getting real fights yet. It's weird. I don't know why any of this is done this way, but uh, swing and a miss, I guess, for me. Uh, Senior Pink takes an attack to the face because he did not feel like moving out of the way. Uh, he soothes his wounds with brandy and a baby bottle. Uh, there are marines here, which just make it uh, busier, and I still don't really know what this room looks like or is. It's a is. pillar room. It's a room full of pillars. It's colorful backgrounds <laughs> for people to fight on top of. It's the entrance. It's a fighting game level. That's what it is. Honestly. It's just the stage Honestly. for these people to fight. Yeah. Here's something that kind of matters eventually. Uh, Fujitora is like, Doflamingo, I hate your fucking guts. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be real with you. I hate you. I don't like you. And I want to abolish warlords altogether. <laughs> Remember <laughs> Crocodile? You're like him, but worse. <laughs> If, if Crocodile succeeded, he would have a country where he could just do illegal things like I definitely know are going on here. <laughs> yeah, but he can't do anything because he's not going to go against the his mandate as an admiral to uh, protect these places or protect. Like, I guess thing, he's also a, a king, um, so he, he can't even. Yeah, he's doing it for the citizens, the civilians. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to protect the kingdom. I will have to turn a blind eye to some things, but that's the only type I have. <laughs> Good one, buddy. Um, also, the reveries this year. Bye! Don't worry about that! Oh, man. I bet that's not going to influence some big things coming. No. Why would... It's not, it's not like the... Well, it came up in uh, Fishman Island, and it was similarly like... I'm going to have to worry about that until it happens. And then it comes up again now. <laughs> uh, I bet. Here, I'm going to take a guess. Whatever happens there is going to make things much more difficult for our favorite rubber boy. What makes you say that? 
you know, the thing that makes me say that is there's there's a total of one person in the uh world <laughs> who's a royalty of the world government who likes Luffy. <laughs> and she lives in she lives in the desert. <laughs> yeah, well, her dad's cool too, right? Well, I think also, she, she like, I mean, took his Dalton. place. Oh yeah. Dalton's the Dalton's the king of some shit. Oh yeah. Uh Drum Island. If Luffy succeeds in uh cooing this country, Riku will probably be chill about it. There's probably other examples I'm forgetting. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. But uh cuz that's the thing. He fucking it's he was fucking with the Marines for so long is the thing. There was a big chunk there where it was just like uh, in your lobby through Marine first. <laughs> Thriller Park is a big chunk of kind of just in the nowhere zone. There's no government there. But anyways, this is Alabasta too, so we're back in, in government's mattering. Uh, yeah, so Fujitora leaves this room. I don't remember what he goes and does, but eventually he's um he's not leaving the arc. <laughs> uh, Viola shows the boys a secret passage, and my note, I wrote that Luffy does a thing, and I wrote this too long ago. Is this when he just breaks down the door when uh, she says no. don't break down the door or is that later that's a little bit later this is one oh this is the elevator this is the yeah this is this is one zoro's like hey Lu- zoro or kitamon's like hey luffy pick up that boulder and bring the lift down so it's easier for all of us he was like you can't fucking do that that's a heavy boulder and luffy goes okay and does it <laughs> that's cute <laughs> that's nice yeah no i i should have wrote uh, a more detailed note down but i did not but yes, they're going up that weird, like, chain-operated lift, and Viola's like, wow, I, he's a strong rubber boy, I can't, I'm so shocked, I can't believe it. <laughs> the Coliseum is about to start their finals. Koala is here to watch. Yeah. She can't get a hold of her fish friend, though. wonder why. I think she's forgotten that she had one. <laughs> yeah. I, I think she has now been like, I'm just here with Sabo, weird. <laughs> Uh, so let's go to the next episode, then, 668. It's gonna be these final four people up against Diamante, but not really, we'll find out in a minute. It's more complicated than that. Also, it seems like there is no, like, it feels like Diamante, once they reveal what this fight's about, it feels like Diamante being in it makes no sense whatsoever. It feels like it just ruins the entire appeal of the match, but. Um, I I, I get why he's there, because you don't want anyone to actually win it. I mean, I get, I get it from that perspective, but I yeah. wouldn't want to watch it. <laughs> as a, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe people there are, uh, are more, so, uh, well, I don't know. So evil, I'm going to, malicious. I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw wrestling into here. I'm going to reference a wrestling for you. Is this money in the bank? Uh, well, this, this, that, that could work for this, but there, there is an example of this recently where, um. There's a thing called the Royal Rumble, where mm-hmm. at the start of the match, two people enter, and every three or so minutes, you say that in quotations because they definitely take go by faster or slower depending on what's happening and who gives a fuck because mm-hmm. it's entertaining. Uh, fake, another fake, person it's, comes it's down. Time. It's anime every, time. Wrestling is anime time. Basically, every three minutes, a new person comes out until thirty people have come out, and the goal is to put someone push someone over the top rope so that, uh, and then when you're the last person remaining in the ring, you win a championship match against the champion at WrestleMania. Last Royal Rumble, the champion entered in that match. And I the whole thing behind it, I guess, is if he won, he just would get to take the night off. 
at WrestleMania. He did not uh-huh. win the match, and he lost to WrestleMania. So that's that's what I'm getting. <laughs> that's what that would be. Same with like Money in the Bank would be a more apt because that's an opportunity to just cash in at any time. So this would just be like mm-hmm. Diamante. Diamante would just go. Oh, I, I guess I just stole someone's opportunity to have cool power. <laughs> this goes back to go yeah. no flamingo, and it also doesn't work because fucking uh, I don't know if Burgess has a power. I don't think he does. I think I think the idea is that he would eat the fruit. I when we get the one scene with Blackbeard, we should probably explain that uh, what's happening. If if for the people who maybe don't uh, remember or aren't haven't seen it, are you how I don't know how you'd still be listening to this podcast if you didn't. <laughs> know what happens in this anime the to be completely honest that come out of our, our mouths yeah if you fall asleep to this i'm so sorry for the <laughs> dreams you must have fucking just giant robin's feet smashing down diamante explains in a minute i'm skipping over his power reveal for a minute he's like guess what what if the fighting fish that weren't important at all in the previous uh episodes really uh, what if they were bigger and meaner? And what if they he, were pissed? What if they were pissed and one of them has a chest on its back with the fruit? So okay, just, yeah, that part's just fucking stupid. That's like, you can win the prize at, in the middle of the fight! <laughs> that's the thing. At that point, it is not a fight against each other. It is who gets the fruit first, which this is, is This is another... Interesting? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna do another wrestling analogy. There's Please. um. This is. There, I mean, this is Otis wrestling arc, basically. <laughs> this is um. This is whatever wrestling does in on on a pole match, which an on a pole match means there is a pole on like a corner, and the goal is to get up to the pole to pull down like a chair or a kendo stick or a nightstick or a ladder or, or a taser. Well, that's that's money in the bank though. Money in the bank uses yeah. the ladder though, doesn't uh, it? Uh, yeah, ladder matches are a little different because once you climb up the ladder and get it, you win. Uh, a pole match, you it usually has like some kind of weapon, um, except for the one time they did Viagra on a pole, which is one of the worst things to ever happen in wrestling, but also one of the best Sounds things to ever like happen. Sounds like it. Uh, <laughs> if you're a sicko. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. It's the same way the room is, is good. Uh, but uh-huh. the, the way on a pole matches always go is whoever gets the thing on the pole wins. Because they have a, a a chair or a kendo stick or a taser. And how do you fight back against that? Especially after like 15 minutes of fighting over it, you're going to be tired. You get hit with that chair, you're down. That's what this mm-hmm. is. Whoever gets the fucking fruit wins, especially when... Because then you can just use it. Especially, even though you're going to have that growing pain, all these people are... I mean, two of them uh, already have powers and can't use it, but Mm -hmm. they're all strong enough that they could adapt pretty quickly, and they make a big point of saying uh, it's one of the strongest fruits out there. Yeah, that's the thing. Diamante, I mean, he's a pretty strong guy, so I have to imagine he could probably play keep away with it for a while. I think Burgess or Bart would be at a huge disadvantage. I mean, maybe Bart would be fine, actually. Kind of because of his power being the way that it is, you kind of have to think around Bart's power. We know what's going to happen anyway. <laughs> uh, so I, th- I think it kind of it is just, well, rather than have Sabo beat four people when one of them is Bart on his side and the other one is Rebecca, who isn't fighting for him, but is good. We don't want to see her lose necessarily, but she's not getting this fruit. You kind of come up with uh, a way around it, I guess. Also, I mean, Diamante's uh, pretty strong. This isn't really his moment either. And he doesn't really do anything. But he does reveal his power 
which is stupid. Um, he anything he touches, he can turn into a flag, but then he can also reform it into its original texture. You know, in whatever shape the flag is in, which you probably could have just—that's an alchemy fruit at that point. Why are you, you making it a flag? You, you could have just called it like the fabric fruit, right? Like he can turn it. Yeah, into but it's like, like the fabric flag. Flag. <laughs> flag it, has to, it flaps in the wind specifically. <laughs> That's too specific. Um, also, he is just uh, Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. Um, yes, he is. He he, he one hundred percent is down to the fact that he like dances around and has a microphone that he yells into. Uh, I'm gonna do. Uh, see, I have to prepare all my references because so people will know that they're not gonna understand what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. There's one time when I was like 12 years old that Aerosmith played at the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally, which was the biggest motorcycle rally in the world, and it takes place like an hour away from my house. It makes me miserable for a week. You didn't you see ICP there once though? That's I worth did, it all, right? I did. It, it was it was awesome. I also saw CKY. And CKY was <laughs> CKY did a bit on stage where they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna play the song that you only know from Tony Hawk." <laughs> so, and all that, the bikers were like, "Yeah, we love Tony Hawk." But uh, Steve, the like during the Aerosmith performance, the power went out at the at the campground where they played. So Steven Tyler, uh, being an old drunk man, was like, I'm going to dance on stage to entertain people, even though no one can fucking see him. And he fell off the stage and was airlift- airlifted to the hospital here. <laughs> I, feel I was like hoping, I, I was hoping I Diamante it. would, be, would uh, do this. Do that. Fall into the fighting fish. <laughs> and then be lifted off. Uh, no, <laughs> he has to have an important fight later. Spoilers. Yeah, so he introduces his power. He explains the match. Um, he explains his power in a dumb way, by the way, which is some people run in to take Rebecca out of the match because they don't <laughs> like her or think her. They, I don't know. Uh, fake news. The fourth match was stolen, something like that. But that's Diamante's power reveal. Is he, he turns his sword into a flag and then it folds into the shape of a bull's head and it reforms back into Stabby and then he stabs them. It's... There's gotta be a better way to describe that than flag, man. I don't know. I don't. I, it's it's dumb as shit. Anyways, the fight starts. Yeah. Instantly, Sabo just starts luring the fish out because he wants the fruit. Like he's c- come on. There, you've just like thrown the fighting part of this kind of out of the window. Especially when like Bart and Sabo are on the same side and Bart has the power he does. But anyways. Uh, well, that, we'll see a little bit more of that. It does not end in this junk, unfortunately. We will, uh, uh, get there. It's, it's, there's, there's, like, a couple moments in Dressrosa where, like, everything kind of shifts around it. It's like, oh, it's, a, it's like Law cutting the factory in half, where, like, suddenly a lot of things have to sync up because that affects the room around them. Yeah. There's a couple, there's a couple things in Dressrosa like that. One of them, as you can probably, you can probably guess some of them just based on how many fucking things are in motion yeah we'll get to we'll get to some of them soon um and that's you know that's why there's a lot of people running around with nothing to do uh but we keep checking in on him for some reason (laughs) yeah so that's sabo for a while he at some point fights burgess pretty directly and breaks he shows off a new move i'll talk about that when it comes to that's really the only other thing i think that happens um viola is trying to get luffy to just sneak in he i guess just ignores her and third gear punches a door open uh but then people start reporting that luffy's in the palace and doflamingo's watching tv like no luffy's on my tv 
This is Luffy. Luffy's in the Luffy's in the video box. How could he be outside of the? Of Was the this fortress? taped earlier? What happened? <laughs> Am I on a delay? Did Luffy win? Yeah, no, it's uh. He's which also is funny watching because... TV because he's like, why hasn't Luffy done a stretch? <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since Luffy stretched. Whereas any in his ta- and suddenly his chest scar looks different, and he pain. has a pipe. Why does he have a pipe? <laughs> yeah. Also, oh, I love that now, like, uh, t- counting the dugong, two people have drawn on fake scars to match Luffy. <laughs> they got they got to do the movie where where the Straw Hats discover, like, a fandom island of people who just, like, live around watching pirate shit go down. So there's, like, an entire, yeah. just, like, I hope, uh, clan I hope of Bart- people with <laughs> painted scars. And Bart will be in it. <laughs> I hope, yeah, I hope Bart gets just a tattoo on his chest. I mean, like, I say this as someone with the X on the back of my arm from Alabasta. <laughs> but I don't know if I've ever seen someone get a big X chat. I'm too uh, scared to Google. That's one I'm not going to look up. I'm too scared to look that one up. And no, it seems like a bad idea. <laughs> and that's about as bad as people who get like the Berserk brand put on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a stretch for me. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, 3D2I though also. I don't remember. I think Papa talked about that. But uh, anyways, yeah, so that's, um, I, my notes say Doflamingo's watching the TV and says who was phone. Great bit me from four days ago. That's the end of the episode, though. 669. Nice. Kinemon defects from everyone else. I haven't talked about him in a while, like an hour, because he doesn't do anything. But no. he is with Zoro and Luffy the whole time. And he and Wicca break off because he has to go find Kanjuro in the toy house. Guess we'll check in on him then. <laughs> We actually see him like once or twice more, but it doesn't. It's just stalling. And we should we sure do see him do something that uh, I do not foresee working. Oh yes, <laughs> uh, yes, we do have one very incredible cliffhanger with him. Uh, bef- at, at, I think near the end, like maybe the last episode we watch. But for a, for a while, he's just kind of spinning in place. Also, I don't I don't know what you're saying. What you think? Uh, I think his plan is perfect and foolproof, and it's gonna be great. <laughs> Anyways, well. Uh, yeah, so he fucks off. Uh, Luffy, Zoro, and Viola head up, but bad news. Remember Pika? We heard that name before. Guess what he can do? Y'all seen Monster House? <laughs> it's actually not that much like Monster House. I just wanted to say that. He, Pika, whose we, voice we will not hear, he can just kind of merge with B-controlled stone. He... I mean, at some point, Oda was like, all right, so Zoro's going to have to fight a stone guy at one point. (laughs) But that's based, like, he just comes out of the wall a bit. He just is the palace, I guess. He can just, any stone, he can merge with and control and make into, it's, it's a lot. And, um, like, Luffy can punch and break up the rocks, but then it just reforms. It doesn't really feel like there's a strong set of rules on this one because it sometimes it moves like like a flag. <laughs> I'm gonna say it, or, or and then and then and then it's not. I don't I don't know, but uh, a lot of these hallways just got a lot scarier, I guess. And yeah, this is why Viola didn't want them to be seen. It's because the entire palace can punch you. How do you feel about Pika so far? I mean, basically, um, you just kind of see him fight, kind of. Uh, you know, 
when I was looking up when I was looking up uh, important purchases, I saw someone on Reddit say sugar has the most broken power in the series. And then I see this guy, and I go, I, I think someone who could become a castle is pretty broken too. Uh, <laughs> they don't have a they don't have a clear uh like end of how far it goes. Um, as far as I'm concerned, he can control everything in the castle, and uh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, he's stone. A <laughs> if it's just stone, is it like is that all? Is is that's the thing? Is it just stone? Is it rocks? How far does this go? Like this, this is what um if if crocodile was introduced here, this is the kind of shit crocodile would do. He'd make a giant fucking sandcastle out of his body and fuck people up. Yeah, it's pretty cool <laughs> though. Is the thing I would like to see it. I hope <laughs> crocodile shows up one of these days. <laughs> but yeah, no, Pika's a problem. Eventually, I mean, like uh, eventually, Luffy and uh, Viola kind of separate off because he's the, Pika is Zoro's problem. Let's be clear. I think you probably knew that the second. His oh, power yeah, is remotely relevant. What uh, Zoro's whole character arc of deciding to cut through things has been leading up to this moment. What if a whole? What if just you had to fight a palace? Who is a man? Was the palace built first? Was he a man? Like, does he have a human form separate? Is he the thing? <laughs> Not the disorder, the One Piece man. Yeah, no, he's a man. I guess he was he I guess he was in shadow in the in the flashbacks when they took the island. Um cuz I'm guessing he was there. But also his design stupid. He looks much cooler when he's made out of a uh, rock. Yeah. Uh anyways, which is probably the design that came first or mattered uh in Oda's eyes. But anyways, yeah, so he's around now. He's he's on the board, so to uh speak. Um back to Frankie. He's set on fire. It's fine. Uh, let's talk about Usopp. <laughs> the the Frankie on fire thing was really fucking funny. <laughs> it's 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 really funny if, if even if like nothing happens because uh, he he has a whole bit where he has to decide on a new hairstyle, but then he just goes back to the original one. Yeah. Probably filler, but I liked it. I I just liked how he was like, "Ooh, new bullets! What do those do?" And then he gets shot and set on fire, and then he's just uh-huh. standing there on fire for a bit. For he's like. Oh yeah, fire doesn't do anything to me. Yeah. At some point he's like making he makes it seem like he's gonna shoot a rocket out of his hair, but it just comes out of his shoulder again. <laughs> so Frankie's got bits. I love Frankie. And he oh. and to be fair, even though these scenes are nothing and and spinning in their own wheels, I think it's cool on paper that he's holding off for strong guys and Marines. Yeah. I like Frankie. He's Frankie's a great guy. Cool. Frankie's cool. You know what? Every day I keep thinking, damn, I should have uh, two week into quarantine blue dyed my hair blue like I was planning, like I thought about to be like Frankie. Would you would you grow it out in the same sort of pompadour thing? Like uh, you know, skip? you know that would honestly not be a bad idea. But I already uh, alienate myself from everyone around me enough, and I don't. What think if I you could, dyed your mustache blue? Dye the mustache blue. Here's the thing. Um. Maybe when I'm, like, 35 and still feel the need to bring attention to myself at shows. When I'm like, why okay. isn't it about me anymore? I why am made uncomfortable <laughs> when it's not about me! Why is it about these kids here? Pay attention to me! Well, that's why, that's why you start your own band. That's why everybody in their 30s has a band. That's fair. That's fair. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, all right. Frankie scene's over. Uh, Usopp. I mean, everybody in the Usopp Is he doing squad. his marksman thing? Uh, not yet. He kind of does jack shit in these uh, episodes. You know what I was thinking the entire fucking time? 
Yeah, he, he should have done his fucking marksman thing. He should have shot the fucking grape into her mouth. <laughs> you'd think, you'd think that would be the immediate <laughs> assumption. But he's but too he busy. actively <laughs> tries to do nothing in he's these He's actively episodes. being unhelpful. <laughs> Robin it's is annoying. Do, Robin is going above and beyond what she what is asked of her. Uh, of course the woman's I... going to do more than is asked for, and the man's not going to do jack shit. Ugh. Am I right, ladies? So, I am an Usopp defender. I love him. But these these scenes are feel like a little like come on, man. Like I get and and I think it probably goes back to a lot of the same stuff I've been complaining about, which is just waiting for A to happen before you can have a B, C, and D. But it's annoying when it's on the back of a good character doing things that don't really feel in his character too much but i think there i i I was really on the fence watching it because like there's a lot of like okay well this is the tentata's problem should we see them fail before we see someone else take in and do it for them that might be what's going on here and just really poorly because usopp's been asked help their whole time here and it's just like well they do their thing they're trying to save the princess or whatever they fail spectacularly uh, they all die, and now Usopp will do something about it when, because we've been watching the show for over 600 episodes, we're like, why doesn't Usopp just shoot the grape in her mouth? <laughs> That's his whole deal. He literally shoots Tabasco at people already. That's already a move he has. Uh, they got to knock out Sugar, and their plan is to put a hot sauce grape in her basket of grapes. I've summarized, like, an episode and a half. <laughs> It's so spicy, it almost killed eighteen of them. Yeah, all the yeah, the Tentata were testing it, and eighteen of them almost died. Um, <laughs> so it should probably scare her, I guess, or knock her unconscious. I guess is what they want. <laughs> but uh, we see that she turned Cavendish into a toy. We referenced this earlier that like we we get that great reveal of what his power is and this interesting thing about him, and then poof, he's gone. We don't remember <laughs> him anymore. But uh. He'll probably matter again in, a, in like another 15, 20 episodes. Who could say? They wouldn't just set him up for nothing, right? <laughs> probably. With this arc at this moment, you can't really tell. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So the hot sauce grape is the plan. Um, 670, we see how strong Treble is. There's a fly bugging him. He flicks his goo at it. He shoots his goo at the fly. And not only does it hit it and blast through like eight layers of wall. Um, Robin also uses her power to look at it and it was shot directly between the eyes. So he's got good aim. Damn. Seems like Leo is probably going to get got if he does the thing that he does. We cut away and then later we cut back to Robin. Why did you stop me from doing the thing I was clearly doing? Which is so strange. A way to, way to do it. But yeah, they they end up distracting trouble. Um, describe that when we when we get to it, going a little out of order. Uh, because it would make more sense and be a more streamlined narrative if they just did all the Usopp stuff and then <laughs> all the other people stuff. But to make the podcast worse, I will present it in the way that the anime presents it. <laughs> uh, Burgess has a shockwave attack. I don't. It's it's it seems like dials, but I don't think it is. You, you know, it wasn't it wasn't clear if he was just like building up energy power doing it. If it was the thing on his arm that was doing it, like I think it's on his arm because they make a big deal when Sabo breaks it, like on his elbow. 
See, I, I see. I wasn't sure if that was just he's so strong he broke the big man's big armor. Like I don't know because the fucking Kano boys have something very similar. <laughs> Seems like you, if they're so similar, you would put them in different arcs or make them not the same thing. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he'll have a completely different bit when Blackbeard actually matters again. I I, I wrote that he did an attack. I don't know who he did that. He just it's, he does it. Uh, the Fisher attack, and though Sabo finally sees the one with the uh, chest, so he's going after that. He gets on top of it. Burgess is going to attack him, but he breaks the elbow pad thing, and he doesn't do the attack, so presumably, I guess it mattered for the attack, if, if it stops after he breaks the, the shoulder, or not sure, elbow. But notably, he shows off a move here at Sabo with, uh, he puts his hand into a cool little thing. He, like, groups his I don't know. Fingers together. It makes like a claw. And he coats it with hockey. He calls it Dragon Claw. That's cool. I wonder if Dragon taught him that. That'd be <laughs> he, fucked up if he's a better dad to Sabo than Luffy. But I, I wonder if I wonder if there's... Maybe that's where Boruto people got the idea from. <laughs> for, for Naruto to be a shitty dad to his own kid. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, shitty dads are, are, are just a core tenet of media for as long back as I think it's been invented. Um, I think Shakespeare invented the shitty dad. And think, then, yeah, probably. And, and then is Macbeth so, is Macbeth the first or Hamlet's dad? And then and then we go back and then someone goes up and looks. Actually, we have Greek plays that show shitty dads, but we have to we have to credit it to this random white guy in England. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the first the first cave drawings were of shitty dads. <laughs> if we go back far enough, um, when he did Dragon Claw, that was also my thought. Uh, did Dragon teach him? And then I remembered we don't have an explanation for what the fuck Dragon was do. How Dragon did that at a uh, Logue Town, huh? I'm just gonna have to sit no. on that still. <laughs> nope. It, uh, as if the weather itself saved Luffy, and then. Uh, well, also, there's, like, weird wind uh, when he shows up in some of the flashbacks, too. When he's like, hey, bring something off screen onto the boat. I think he might be alive. <laughs> hey, in 200 episodes, Sabo came back. Weird. And he's with Koala. <laughs> Anyways, Rebecca wants to kill Diamante because, I mean, we know why. We saw her backstory. We cut away from that, of course, which is what makes sense. Um, uh, the, it's the toy soldier. Actually, cutting from Rebecca trying to kill Diamante, the toy soldier is good. I'm actually, I, I was doing a bit, but that's actually kind of good editing. He can't actually take over the lift because he is assaulted by an old man um, who's very funny, uh, Lauji. He, the reason Lauji is here bec- is because he fucked up, by the way. He was trying to go to... <laughs> yeah. He was trying to go to the toy house, but he like stayed on the elevator too long. So now he's here and he's fighting the the soldier. And every time he he says a word, he he makes sure to he, every time he says a sentence, he makes sure to include a word that like includes a G so he can go G. <laughs> Make a G with his hands. He makes a G with his hands. I think that's great. He's got wobbly legs, but he punches really hard and he moves really fast. It, which is why he's able to like knock the Tentata out of the air when they attack. We see, like, a slowed-down version where, like, he puts on glasses. That's how he's so precise. But he just puts on glasses so quickly and knocks them out of the air and then takes them off again. I think that's funny. Anyways, he beats the shit out of the toy soldier. Yeah, he does. They, like, like, barely escape, and I think it's in, like, the next episode. 
Uh, but he, yeah, he just wipes the floor with this fucking guy. Which, I don't know, he's a fucking toy. Toys don't seem strong. No. At all. Uh, Luffy. Zoro decides this is his fight. That's it. Uh, we cut away to Kinemon, who learns that he didn't actually have to split up from Luffy yet, because Wicca explains that uh, they have to go up a certain way before they can go down. I don't... I wish I knew what the palace was like at all, but I don't. It hasn't been shown or explained. I, they're just in hallways. I'm not bitter. <laughs> but the reason that he's separated is, uh, of course, because he decides to come up with a new disguise um, so he can get around easily. We don't see it yet, but it's c- clear that he's making a disguise to look like uh, uh, Doflamingo, which is going to be great. <laughs> We see the sure. coat. We just don't see his face. I'm sure that'll work out. Yeah. No. And I don't remember what comes of it, but I was just, I literally I had completely forgotten it happened. But then he when he went to do the disguise, I was like, oh, this is funny. I bet. <laughs> uh, but we don't see it in these next uh, episodes we're going to discuss. I think it literally comes back when uh, next time in 673. But we're only going to 672. Uh, let's see. Frankie's fighting Bastille now, I guess. Dellinger shows up. Anyway, Zoro says, Luffy, go on ahead. I'm going to fight Pika. And that's the end of the episode. And in 671, after six minutes of recap, uh, we see more of Zoro just cutting through stone and it not mattering. (laughs) To which, to be fair, a lot of Zoro fights are like this. A lot of Zoro (laughs) fights are... Attacks are exchanged. Eventually, Zoro wins. How do you decide to win against someone this big, though? Yeah, that. How do you decide to like? How do you cut the whole thing in half? What do you do? It's. I mean, that basically, it's like the answer is like your hockey has to be stronger than him. Like, unfortunately, like a side effect of hockey in One Piece is that it sometimes just boils down to that. Like, that's how he would. He didn't actually use hockey when he fought Monet, which was what made it interesting. But, like, if he just would have used hockey, that's it. That's the whole fight. He doesn't have to outthink Snow. That's, hockey does it for you, which is why sometimes it's annoying. But, one, I don't know, One Piece is usually pretty fine. Pika's trying to use his power to, like, trap in Luffy. But Viola's like, hey, are you sure yeah, he's not going to die? And Luffy's like, nah, Zora's fine. He decides to win eventually. <laughs> uh, let's see. The soldier... Uh, I think he's just getting his ass kicked still. Um, the lift re- like reaches the top area. He was into the palace, but I don't think he uh, is running away quite yet because once he runs away, we get like uh, the rest of his backstory, basically. We get one shot of the Tantata working at the Smile Factory. It's just them like gardening, like, uh, I mean, as slaves. Um, but they're making the fake uh, devil fruits, the smiles. And they're worked to death. They're fed like raw, not not even raw, like decomposing fish. Um, it's really bad. And the guards just you like because they're so gullible. The Tantata, the guards are just like, uh, yeah, the your princess is sick, and you have to do all this stuff if you want her to get better. And they just buy it every time, and they're like, okay, we'll work twice as hard then. And that you know, sucks. Bad. Not great. Kind of played as comedy anyway, still. But black comedy, I guess. (laughs) Which is not what I would call a strong suit of One Pieces, for the most part. No, no. 
I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to write off. You know, black comedy in general. I love plenty of it. I just don't know if One Piece is good at it. Uh, that's the Smile Factory. We we have seen it now. It doesn't really. You know, we'll get there eventually. Uh, but, but yeah, all right. So yeah, uh, literally a whole episode ago, Leo ran in to do the thing with Sugar. Now in six, uh, you know, ten minutes into six seventy one, we see we cut back to Leo being like, "Robin, why did you stop me?" And it's because of the he's like, "You're gonna trouble's going to shoot you and kill you." So the Santana like go off and cause a problem on a boat. Robin gives a fake report to Treble because she's dressed up as the soldier and is like, hey, you got to come deal with this because they want to get him away from Sugar. Robin successfully lies through it and gets him away. And uh, they're like, Usopp, do this. And he's like, no, I'm good. I don't think that I'm going to stay in my lane. I think this is all you, Leo. So Leo does it. He drops off the grape. Seems like it's going to work. They just have to wait for her to eat it. But she picks it up and throws it away. Immediately saw through it. And their response to that is not great. They just decide to come out in the open and (laughs) yell at her. You're gonna eat this grape. At that point, just attack her. (laughs) Like, I understand if Oda doesn't want to write a child getting beaten up. But I feel like if it's gonna be from, like, Gulliver's Travels, Dwarves, that's probably fine. Right? They can tie her down, probably. They never considered that. <laughs> she almost talks ambush. them. Easily yeah, ambush I don't her know. before she could do anything. That's what they should have done. If Treble's gone, I don't know how strong she is in anything outside of her power being broken. But anyways, what are they? They, they, they Yeah, she tries to trick them. Usopp yells at them that that's not the truth, so they stay strong. And some of them, you know, rush and attack her. She just touches them and they turn to toys of fucking courts. <laughs> she Everyone's does touch like, them all very fast. So she is at least fast. She is at least fast. And everyone's like, man, I sure thought we had more people on our side. Where did these toys come from to fight us? Weird. It's, it, they, it's so funny that, like, they know what her power is. <laughs> and yet, they cannot... The memory removal is so effective that they cannot even connect these dots right now. How, I feel like it's almost like they shouldn't be allowed to know what her power is. But then you don't have a solution. Yeah. <laughs> then you have her being knocked unconscious, unrelated. Here's, here's, how, here's where this, this, this works. I have a solution right here already. Thank you. Thank you. Big brain jewelry coming in, fixing dress, Rosa. Here's what you do. You have the toy soldier man. He knows. The straw hats know how her power works. The the full breadth of how it works. Everyone else just knows it turns people into toys. So they go, so they tell the Tauntata, or they don't even need to tell the Tauntata anything because they fucking believe whatever you tell them. So you just say, we got to beat her because if she's gone, it's easier to beat Doflamingo. And they go, oh, of course. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, the the would, don't guess, need to know it all. It'd make it a little bit better that like it's weird. I don't. I do think they do kind of say that like the toy, like the toy soldier, is the reason they know because he's special of all the other toys for a reason. We'll get in a minute. Um, so changes are he is the reason that the Tantata know, but it's just very funny to have him know. They know that they are fighting Sugar to free all the toys, and when when fighting her. Toys show up. 
they're like, I can't make sense of this. None of this makes sense to me. Just funny to me. But I guess that's the point. Maybe maybe also that is because they're so fucking gullible. <laughs> now that I think about it. Anyways, let's see. Uh, yeah, they're just kind of at that. They're like, where do these toys come from? We cut away to uh, Treble. Uh, learns that it's a trap. Runs away. Uh, Robin runs away. And it looks like she escapes. I think this is the last we see of it at all. But it looks like she was using a double or something and escaped uh, because she can do that. Treble takes this pretty poorly when he realizes that he was drawn away from sugar. So what he does is grab a whole <laughs> ship. They're in a port, by the way. They gra- he grabs a whole ship with his power, which is just, he's a walking sticky hand that you got from a vending machine in a bowling alley. <laughs> yeah! And he throws the ship just into the tower, which would be very funny if he killed sugar. That, that would that. be though i do like i do like how sugar's response is just you are fucking stupid why would you do that <laughs> she hates him it's really fun it's look like i said before she voices my favorite Iron master character they knew who they cast so they casted a mean little girl they knew who they had they yeah. had to do it it's great. She just does not like this man that she's forced to spend time around. And who could blame her? Even if you weren't a 20-year-old who's forced to look like they're, like, five? I don't know. Uh, you would be miserable having to be around this gross goop man. And she just uh, berates him constantly. And it's really funny. <laughs> she's like, you're fucking it's gross. Really Stop. You're fucking gross. <laughs> I hate you. Go die. <laughs> I, want, I, I think we do see Robin again, because I think she helps... Uh, yeah, she wakes up Usopp and he's like, did a big duck just destroy this place? Because the, the front of the boat was a duck. And uh, and Usopp is like, we got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, Usopp just wants to bail. He just he he has completely given up on the Tentata people altogether at this point, which is strange for Usopp, I think. I, I think it's just uh, I think he's just scared I mean, it, it, because. They're like, oh, so you're going to help us defeat Doflamingo. And he's like, that'll kill me. That'll absolutely kill me. And like, you know, every now and then he's going to have to be scared again. (laughs) Otherwise, what is his character arc if he's just fine now? Because like, he's gotten a little bit of confidence over time, especially since Thriller Bark, I guess, is the last time that would have happened. But I guess every now and then an arc's going to be like, hey, Usopp, be scared so you can grow again. Because if you're not scared, you're not growing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's the i mean maybe it's the usap problem i don't know but it certainly is annoying to to watch him just not want to um pitch in on the group project of the arc the arc being the group project last episode uh 672 luffy's running rebecca does a single attack it doesn't matter diamante is like guess what i had a giant mallet in my pocket and then just beats her with it <laughs> he has like a cigarette holder in his pocket and it has like a flattened flag I guess that's how he did it the flattened like a flattened piece of fabric that turns into a mallet yep. in its normal form and just hits her with it he has a sword in his other hand I don't get it anyway Sabo tells Bart to protect her cause he's trying to get the fruit even though he was on the fish last time I saw him um <laughs> Diamante oh, no he jumped off the fish to break Burgess's elbow, I guess. That was an episode. Of, I don't know. Uh, Diamante starts talking shit about her mom. <laughs> I know how your mom died. 
walk this way, talk this way. <laughs> and then and then that's it. I, I don't know if we go back to that scene in this episode. This is the easily the worst uh like stopping point we've had to do. Um but like it, we're just in it. We're just kind of in it right now. Uh at the port, yeah, Robin wakes up Usopp as we were talking about all the Tentata have been captured. They are stuck in goo. Goo that happens to be flammable. <laughs> The man secretes flammable goo, and I guess he is flammable goo. As men do. That's, I mean, yes, but him more so than ever. <laughs> Treble. That's Treble's power. He's like a snot man, you know? Expl- exploding snot man. And, uh, yeah, so they trick Leo into giving up a bunch of information. I don't even remember now what it was. Uh, I think, like, it's stuff that we already know. Obviously, uh, as the watchers of the anime. What are we watching exactly? I'm, I'm never sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, One Piece, I think. <laughs> I, I was going to say fairy tale, but I can't even joke about watching that. I would never. Yeah, that's the thing. Everything <laughs> I was trying to think of was like a good thing that people would actually ask us to do at one point. So I can't. <laughs> Everything put it I out would there. come up with something bad that I don't want to ever watch. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I don't even want to associate it as a joke. And those are the two types of media out there: things I don't want to be associated with, or things that I like and don't want people to know I like. <laughs> I just gotta log off. Uh, anyways, yes. Yeah, well, I pulled it up on the wiki. Uh, they trick Leo into saying that. Uh, they're being assisted by Usopp, which I don't feel like that's information worth getting out of someone. Like, I guess, I guess there's this unspoken truth that everyone knows Soga King and Usopp are the same guy, but like, he doesn't have a wanted poster. Usopp does not have a wanted poster yet, but like, I guess he is known as a straw hat. I don't know. Weird, a gray area we're in, I guess. Uh, it's funny, but I guess because Treble's like, "Oh, well, you can tell me because I already know, and they're my friend." And Leo's like, "Oh, then we're he's both of our friends as Usopp." And then he's like, "I lied to you," and then he blows them up because he's um. <laughs> oh, they they also do this with um, uh, the toy soldier, which I keep forgetting they call like the like lightning or thunder soldier, but yeah. I just read it and I was like, "Oh yeah," and then if you click on his wiki page, it just takes you to who he actually is. <laughs> Uh, which we actually will find out in this episode, though. Uh, uh, not, not like it wasn't hard to figure out. <laughs> no, it was pretty obvious. <laughs> Sometimes I'm, like, tricked. Other times they, uh, I don't know they how make you it think clear. otherwise. <laughs> yeah, well, because it takes, like, 30 episodes to make a reveal that should be two chapters apart. But anyways, uh, Dress Rosa, we love it, folks. Really great stuff here. The sticky substance is explosive. They blow it up, and uh, they're all dead. Uh, Usopp goes up to their corpses and is like, hey, you should run away, (laughs) and we should all run away. And they're like, no, we refuse. Uh, We we dedicate ourselves too much to this. It's funny because, like, so many people in this arc have been like, I have to do this because someone else will do it to death. And, like, they're all kind of the same three people. Like, the Tentatas say that about the toy soldier. The toy soldier says that about Rebecca. Rebecca says that about the toy soldier. And it's like, they're all just throwing their bodies onto death because of Doflamingo. 
That's how bleak things are for them. And that's why they're not going to give up. Uh, the Tentata are like, look, we all briefly had light. We all briefly had hope when there was like 30 minutes of our lives. We thought Doflamingo was resigning. We were like, oh, we don't have to throw our bodies on the spikes anymore. We can just be free now. And they immediately are like, nope, that was a lie. And li- every, everybody was just like, I'm madder than I've ever been in my whole life. I'm going to just like go kill him right now. Rebecca enters the tournament. The toy soldier runs off to do something. I don't know. He runs into Luffy and Frankie at some point, and that's what happens. But it's very funny that the fight that they have uh, in this flashback, Rebecca and the toy soldier, she's like, no, I'm just going to enter. He's like, it's too dangerous to enter this tournament because there's big league people in it. She's like, well, guess what, fucker? Winning 100 matches in a row is fucking impossible. I'm never going to do it. She's like, look, I know there's that legend about that Heroes guy with the statue down there who did it like a thousand times, but there's no way that guy's fucking real. You're not my dad, toy soldier. And then we cut away to the toy soldier is Kiros, her dad. Like, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. It was, it was subtle enough that, like, if you're just casually watching, if they did not have that scene, and then he tur- like, it was a big review, would be like, oh, it all makes sense now. Or, like, I kind of thought that, but with this, it's like, <laughs> you're not my dad. This guy never existed. No one knew him. No one remembers him. A thing <laughs> that, unrelated to anything else going on in this arc, because people cannot remember that this man existed. Which is funny, because that comes up so early when, when she talks about the statue. But so, then, so like, six episodes later, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah sometimes toys uh, just are people that nobody remembers existed. With her talking about the statues, oh, that's like an ancient hero of the fucking arena. Like yeah, that's that, what she that's just the, assumes. That, that's what the vibe I got from it. was like, yeah, like, before the blank era was when this guy existed. Especially with a name like Kairos, Kiros. That's, a, that's an ancient era name, I think. Sure, why not? But, uh, nope. No, no, that's her dad. That's her dad. <laughs> Which is why she looks wistfully at it every now and then and doesn't know why. <laughs> She's never had a dad. Nope, just a really friendly toy. These scenes are, are, are literally back-to-back, uh, where Leo, Leo is explaining to Usopp that the toy soldier is Kuros, and a- as we watch him barely escaping Laoji's geriatric with a G attacks. Um, the other special thing, though, about Kuros, the toy soldier, is that he is the first toy, because he was, go- he was like, you know, got turned the night that Dress Rosa was sieged. But also, uh, because of that, he never got a contract. Every time we've seen her turn somebody into the toy, they're like, don't attack a human, do everything we say, never talk, and then off they go. That didn't happen to Kiro, so he can attack them. He can attack people in the, in the Doflamingo family, and he doesn't listen to orders. Uh, that's it. That's 672. I mean, that's kind of a moment to end on a big reveal, but like we knew that forever ago. <laughs> Come on, dude. Weird how when her mom died and when she was like, I don't have and I don't have a dad. This toy band was like, I'm going to look after her. Yeah. Out of the goodness of my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the bigger reveal there is that she is 16. So is Shirohoshi. 
<laughs> Cher Hoshi, she's Princesses a little bit. be sixteen. She's Princesses a little bit more covered 16. up. <laughs> that that's more of what yes. I get. That she's way more covered up. She's just big, and it's like it's funny. Uh, look, look. <laughs> I didn't write the weight limit in the Coliseum on armor. <laughs> look, when you've got huge honkers that weigh you down, you gotta that's be half of it exactly. <laughs> that's what's going on. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I don't disagree with you, uh, Dory. Her design is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I did like in the flashback though that she didn't just have like a huge like draping shirt and she just looked normal. Yeah, yeah, no, it's weird that this is just what they just—that's just what she looks like in the tournament. <laughs> it's very, um, because Agil is bigger than her and doesn't do that. No. So, uh, so like, I've been... Here's the thing. The weight... I, of course it's not the fucking weight limit. It's not wise, because fucking man wrote this. But <laughs> even my funny joke answer is completely empty, and I can't commit to it. But anyways, also, that's she, it. she is made to have, like, kind of comedic look to her. <laughs> also, yeah. I mean, she's a bigger woman in One Piece. What do you expect? <laughs> but anyways, um, that's it. We're done. And what happened? <laughs> what happened? A bunch of things progressed, I guess. More people showed up. The only real we set event. set up conflicts. That's, that's what I think this was. This was setting yes. up. It did the thing that One Piece does. It's like, okay, people are going to fight everyone. But I also know how One Piece works at this point. That might not be how they're, who they're going to end up fighting in the finale of those bad guys' appearances. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially with this, where, like, Frankie's holding up four people who are, like, aren't even really talking to Frankie in the scene. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's especially uh, kind of stalling, it feels like. And yeah, a lot of, that's the thing. It's like, those things are starting, but there's still so many other things that you know are going to resolve first because we've been watching One Piece for a while now. And this is the messiest it's ever been. Uh, so you can kind of see a lot of those strings being pulled, pun intended. So yeah, we'll, we'll get, I mean, you know, back on the toy horse next time. And, uh, the, I, I literally think the only thing that's genuinely happened, like, I can definitively say is a thing that happened is Rebecca winning her match. Yeah. And, but then, and then, yeah, the finals started. But, like, Sabo's just here into, and it's normal. Luffy got into Decat. Everyone got into the fortress for the most part. I guess that's kind of a thing happening. Yeah. They're still just kind of running around. I would say Zoro fighting Pika. I mean,. Yeah, that'll last. Uh, but it's you know, it's gonna be a lot of just running around, cutting stuff up, and man, this guy's tough until A, B, C, and D are on the board, and we can get to F or Z for Zoro. But anyways, uh, yeah, uh, Viola's helping. That's cool. We learned about Cavendish's uh narcolepsy. Fujitora mentioned the Reverie. No Diamante's power. Laoji showed up. And uh, all the Tentado were exploded and died. <laughs> cool. Le uh, yeah. Toy Soldier was Kuros the whole time. Never would have believed it. Well, I'm excited to see what you predict uh, happens next time. I'm sure you're just going to say the Luffy kills Doflamingo and it ends. <laughs> yeah. For the next, like, six months. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do your always, uh, always correct plug or predictions after the plugs. But first... I'll ask you, Jory, where could people find you on the internet? Oh, man. 
Mm-hmm. It's late. We're recording late. You can you can find me taking a nap on Twitter.com and at NoamJory to where you can see me tweet funny things because I'm a funny guy. I'm the also the only Jory, so if you know one, uh, I don't know. You've, you'll figure it out, I think. I think by now you know. Uh, you can you can find me on podcasts such as uh, well, I'll plug a Champs in the Making. I recorded one last Friday. I think it was last wow. Friday. I don't have a concept of time anymore. Um, so you can we did an episode there. You can see me there. You can hear me yell about Pokemons. Um, I haven't. Yeah, I mean, this episode also comes out in like a month. So that's that's also true. Yeah. Maybe by then I'll have been on the food pod. Probably not, because they keep picking to- up, not in a mean way, they keep doing topics like, I have nothing to add. <laughs> I mean, same, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I will be on that podcast for two reasons. Uh, one of them is talking about working in food service, and the other one is a bar crawl. Otherwise, I don't have much to contribute to food conversations. What about you? Where can we find you on, on the line? On the line, I have a Twitter. Uh, twitter.com slash ghost of joe i'm also on a podcast called got it memorized which by now should be talking about the new world ends with you game uh we did season one of twin peaks we finished up the kingdom hearts unchained the game it's a real smorgasbord over there on that feed this summer um on our patreon over there we were talking about glory hammer because those albums have the lore uh <laughs> a series we're calling lori hammer because wheels is very funny that's it i've never done anything else in my whole life uh actually that's not true go check out um they them theirs i was on uh the june episode uh for that which was nice i used to be on that podcast a lot if you never listened to it but now i'm not and i came back uh what else do we plug for this show though you can follow the show on twitter at we are watching op it stands for one piece uh you can also find our patreon at we are watching op that stands for our patreon and you can give us money there if you would like to um however much you want a month minimum is one dollar and at that level you will get uh these episodes a couple days early and you'll get our bonus episodes that we do uh one a month we did dragon ball z this last month uh so i have no idea what july is i don't know either it's probably a special or something uh i'll figure it out i got you know i'll know by then uh, Maybe I'll edit it into this Nami. episode. It's going to be a uh, e- episode of Doflamingo, I bet. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Um ep- yeah, definitely. Episode of Don Krieg, I'm seeing here in my notes <laughs> actually. I pulled it up. Uh it's just yeah, a whole whole size story about him. Um uh, but yeah, you you know, we'll probably have tweeted about it or maybe it'll be out before, I don't know, before this. Um we'll figure it out. But uh, thank you to everyone who supports us. Names here. Hi, everybody. It's me about to read those ding-ding names. I'm very sleepy. And uh, normally Jory does the second uh, episode of the month, but they are sick. So I'm back again. I'm going to read you this list of names. Thank you to everybody who supports us on Patreon. Adam B., Adam W., Andrew, Anton, Anxious Dust, Ashjock, Becca, Ben, Captain Moki, Chad, Clueless Wanderer, Damien, Deus Equus, Endless Moon, Eric V, Gage, Heidi, Jay Harkins, Jackson, Jalen, Jamie Ziz, Joe, Cat D, Cat F, Ken, Kyle, Logan, Lucas, Luke, Maddie, Mallory, Marcus, Martin, Matthew, Mick Foley, 299, Morgan, Paulina, Peter, Rim, Riley, Rodsters, Roger, Ryan, Stella, 
Stephen K, Stephen P, Trey, and Veda Key. Thank you, everybody, for supporting us over there on Patreon. Um, I don't remember what we're doing for the bonus episode this month, but it's going to be uh, probably up kind of last minute again because Jory's sick. So um, send them well wishes. Wow, what a great list of names. I definitely all, said in the same recording as this one. All good wow. people. Is, uh, did I say I'm them? endorsing all of them. Did this I say actually, them? Yes. That actually, this would have been yours, this one. <laughs> one of us said the names. I usually get you for the second one of the month, so that's, I think that's this Yeah. One. Uh, wow. Great list of names there. What else do we... I don't, I don't think we need to plug anything else. I think we're good. Jory, this is the point where I get to ask you what happens next time. And you're going to be right, because you've never been wrong before. Uh, well, here's, here's what's going to happen. Uh, next time, we're not going to see Luffy at all. We're not going to see we're not going to see anyone at all except for the arena battle, but we're not going to see a Sabo at all. It's just going to f- heavily focus on Rebecca uh, fighting Diamante for twelve episodes, and then we hear we hear stuff of Sabo and and Bart doing stuff off screen, but we don't get to see them. Intercut with like uh, flashbacks to a uh, toy soldier man going. I'm your dad. And she goes, I don't have a dad. What are you talking about? And he's like, I am your dad, but you don't understand. And she's like, I'm, you're not my dad. I don't have a dad. Never had a dad. Dads aren't real. And, and dads then... Dads don't exist. Dads are... <laughs> dads are a... A concept made up to sell more... <laughs> dads dad are rock. made up by the... <laughs> oh, shit. Is that Diamante's real power? Fuck. <laughs> he's he's That's his dad whole bit. fruit. <laughs> The dad rock, dad rock fruit, and that's why, ugh, that's why he works with sugar to get rid of all the dads. <laughs> well, they, they did show that at least two dads have been turned into toys. Oh, <laughs> uh, we've we've broken we've broken the case wide open. Uh, Doflamingo wants it, to get cracked wants it. to get rid of all dads because he hates dads. Uh, <laughs> Because there's Anti-dad-a-mante. no way he, he couldn't have had a bad dad. Uh, Ugh, tail but, all this time. But, but yeah, it's going to take 12 episodes, and then Sabo's going to hit, hit Diamante on the back of the head with a pipe, and he's going to fall and get eaten by the fish. Yeah, and then he's going <laughs> to give the fruit to Rebecca, and he's going to be like, yeah. you earned it. Yes, you, yep. you inherit the ace of, uh, the, the will of ace. Take this queen. <laughs> After he hits True. Diamante on the head, <laughs> I'm sorry, was he bothering you, queen? future yeah. queen? Future queen. Future queen, yes. And she's like, what are you talking about? It's like, I told you I know what's going on with your thing right yeah. now. Don't worry about it. And they cut away to uh, Luffy killing Doflamingo, and it's like, look, now you're, now you're back in charge. So, you're welcome. <laughs> That's what's going to happen next time. Great. Can't wait to cover it. And we'll still have like 60 episodes left, but who the f- you know? They party the whole time. <laughs> uh, well, you've never been wrong before. So we will be discussing all of that next time on the podcast. Uh, thank you if you made it through this one. It, I, I don't know if it was rough. It feels like it was rough. but You know what? Sometimes nothing happens after you've watched a 14 episodes of a TV show. Yeah. Well, hopefully next time uh, two things happen. Uh, but until then! <laughs> to be... Me-